Hey, this is Billy. And I'm Jen. And you're listening to Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Cheers, my love. Cheers to you. Merry Christmas. December is here. Happy holidays. Uh, man, we had a great uh, Thanksgiving. It was so cozy. Shall so we reminisce? Nice. Yes. <laughs> Did I eat two days worth of food in three hours? Did you? <laughs> Probably. Did you? I ate I, so much food. I feel like I did actually really good this Thanksgiving. Like well, I ate, but I didn't eat a ton. I never once felt like that Thanksgiving coma. I didn't have that ever. I didn't have a Thanksgiving coma. My thing was, is I just ate all day, all day long. I mean, like, how can you not? You from yourself. from the sweet potato casserole to the to the turkey to all the sweets. What was your favorite thing this this Thanksgiving to eat? Ooh, uh, you know what? I'm gonna say, it and people are gonna be like, boo! But it was the roasted veggies that your sister made. Boo. <laughs> They're they so good. And the Supita Castro totally also that. her desserts. Can I just oh, give yeah. a shout out to Christiana, your sister, who can cook. That girl can make some desserts. Yeah, her dessert game was on point. It was on point. Um, I love the day after Thanksgiving. We've started a new tradition just recently. My brother Ben, he buys ribs for the day after Thanksgiving because we deep fry turkeys and peanut oil. And we're like, hey, if we're going to be deep frying, you know, it's like a big deal to get all out. So you got to be super safe. And there's a whole process. I mean, we perfected it. I work at, you know, um, I mean, me, um, Travis, my brother in law, and Benny. So we go out there. And so last year we started it the day after we deep fry ribs. Well, this year we did a dry rub and then we deep fried these ribs. And my God, first of all, they smelled, it smelled like a steakhouse around here. Like people, I swear to God, our neighbors. Like the neighborhood all came out. They should send us money. They all like gathered around. Just for like giving them all of (laughs) those vibes. They were lined up at our door, you know. Dogs are barking throughout the whole neighborhood. Like, what is that delicious (laughs) smell? And so the ribs were awesome. But yeah, all of Thanksgiving. We had the whole family come over, stay at the compound. Yeah, we had 13 we, of us. We can see the kids' fingerprints all over the studio windows, which is awesome. That means the house is lived in. The house is this lived is in. This is a happy home. A happy home. <laughs> um, a happy home. Can you believe it's December already? It's December. Well, to- tomorrow. Well, when the listeners are listening, it's Well, when December. listeners are listening, babe, I need you to get on that board. Oh, yeah. You know, okay, this so. is our 100, literally, today is our 120th episode. Really? And you still. It is one year. One year, um, just one year in a couple days from our first live recording. We had a live recording party, our launch party. Um, it wasn't we a da- launch party. It was just well, a it was like party. the first time we gathered everyone. It was yeah. like a celebration. It was a podcast. Last year. Live podcast we couldn't do that this party. year because of lockdown. But we were going to do something maybe one of these days. Not in December. Probably January maybe. Maybe the New Year. Should we throw a New Year's party? Everyone should throw a New Year's party. I mean, we, can't even, we live in Seattle, man. Yeah, that's, that's real They're life. calling the police, the National Guard. Whatever, call the, the police. The Marines are going to show up at our house Guard. if we had, throw Come a New Year's Eve party. Um, <laughs> we enjoyed it. We had all of our family over. They stayed for a couple nights. We busted out the air mattresses. The puzzles, yeah, all the traditions. You created this gorgeous uh, village, this uh, Christmas village. Yeah, we all did. It and was gorgeous. Kind of family thing. Yeah, I didn't touch that thing. You did all of it. You, you did, did the tree. You did all the work. Yeah, I did you invicted the tree. Yeah, invicted the tree. Yeah. The three trees. The three trim, trees, my Trimmed name. the tree. Vic did the upstairs tree. She trimmed the tree. That's what they call it. Trimmed the tree. Oh, you know what I'm excited about? Uh, we're we're doing the uh, 12 Days of Christmas starting on December 13th, is it? That is the day. And okay, it begins. For the listeners, because I've had people ask me about this, what what is the 12 Days of Christmas? What is that? What do we do? It's a tradition we started back when our kids were li- little, little wee tots. lads and lass. And um, we come up with something fun to do every day. Super easy when they're little. For 12 days leading up to Christmas. It's gotten challenging so like, as I got That older, would consist older. of like 
cookie making one night. Making making cookies. Yeah, baking one night. One night. Um, watching It's a Wonderful Life and a hot chocolate bar yep. where we'd like have all the all the hot chocolate stuff. Um, Christmas lights, like we just drive. We get in a car, we get pumpkin spice lattes from some coffee shop, support local, and then we Five drive stones. around and we rate all the like you know, houses, Christmas lights. And we're like, oh, I'll give that one a 10, you know, and 10 is the highest. Um, this year, like we've started, as I got older, we implemented like sled days. So what would happen is like, we called it um, sledding adventures or sled scavenger hunts where like when it snows, which typically we'll get a week or two of snow around here in Seattle, we jump in the car, it's impromptu. So we, we don't plan this day. And then we just go to hills, sled for like 10 minutes, jump in the car, go find another hill, sled for 10 minutes. And we just like, so we just run the hills. This year I put on it, we should do, since all the kids are older, we should do a day in Leavenworth, which is like a Germanish town. Is it German? Germanish? It's like, Aust- <laughs> it's like an Austrian-themed yeah, town up German. in the mountains here. It's an hour away. It's, it's an hour and a half I love away, it yeah. there. It's so fun. So we go there and there's Christmas lights and you can get, you can get brats yeah, and beer, which we don't drink, but you know, it's just a whole Christmas village vibe. Yeah. It's a Christmas village in real life. Yes. So we should do a day at Leavenworth. So basically for 12 days yeah. leading up to the day of Christmas, we do something special every day or every evening. And yep. I remember we would even, you know, write them all out, put them in a jar. We would used to pick them out kind of randomly. Now um, we kind of plan. And now we can do, you know, now they're older, we'll go see a Christmas movie at the theaters. Oh, uh, we can't see open. movies. Yeah. Um, Ouch. But, that hurts. But all the things that Thanks we would do when 2020 wasn't 2020. Um, <laughs> 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 but there were, you know what? There were two months where 2020 wasn't 2020. It was January and February. (laughs) And January and February, 2020 was not 2020. (laughs) God, I miss miss the first part, the first two months of 2020. Uh, So true. Yeah, so that's 12 days of Christmas. We'll start that here. Can you believe it? That's in two weeks. Two weeks. In two weeks, man. In two weeks. The other thing we love to do is find really cute diners and do breakfast, you know. Oh, dude. And do that in the morning. Yo, I don't know how you get a hold of us on this podcast unless you have my number. If you do, DM me. I will send you the list. We keep a running list of it's all so the good. breakfast joints and see in the Seattle area. So that's everywhere. Woodenville, Edmonds, Bellevue, Redmond, Polesbo. We have them all. I have a list of, I think it's 70. And all of them we've eaten at. There's like three or four in there that we want to try that I haven't had a chance to get to because 2020 is 2020. <laughs> but when 2020 stops being 2020, I'm going to go try these ones out. So yeah, breakfast is definitely going to be on the list for uh, 12 days of Christmas, like a Christmas breakfast. And, okay, and can I give some shout out to you? Said small businesses, we need to support small businesses in 2020. Thank you. Uh, and we should list some of our favorites. Like, okay, coffee shops, five, five stones, stones coffee, please. Um, Two hundred three. Don't coffee. I'm not, I don't hate Starbucks, but Starbucks is doing just yeah, fine. right. Costco, like, and go buy your Christmas wreath at Costco. Come to the small businesses, like Sweet Serenity. Sweet Serenity. Are we plugging our own? A little business? plug. Yes. Um, what are I got some a other friend favorites? who just launched uh, this week. Make Moves Not Statements, a clothing line. Yeah. Uh, Wiley Cortez, Wiley really Rachel. Cute yeah. Stuff. So you can order online. I don't know where, but Make Moves Not Statements. That's hard to forget. Check that out. It's a clothing line. It's luxury, luxury casual streetwear or something like that. I mean, it's super legit. Great I mean, hoodies, I actually sweatpants. Need to, yeah, something yeah, there. Some good stuff. Um, let's see. Um, who are some other local businesses? Local businesses. Theo chocolate. Theo chocolate. Yeah. Oh. Our good some, friends. Get some chocolate. Owners this of Theo holiday chocolate. Season. That's some of the best chocolate in the world. We actually have their um their peanut butter oh, cup um, chocolate. Oh, Katie B's cookies. 
She popped up at Sweet Serenities. She's got the cutest custom sugar cookies. Oh my gosh, she's she's incredible. Yeah. You go online and order awesome. the company. Uh, Sweet Serenity. Oh, oh yeah, Sweet Serenity. <laughs> oh, should we plug Sweet Serenity? Yeah. Florals, um, candles. Okay, you just went yesterday to new friends of ours who own a gym called B3. B3. Building Better Bodies. Aha. Uh-huh. Right here I, and I in built Kirkham. it yesterday. Yo, friends. hey, it's a gym that's open. Booty underground building. and open. <laughs> Yeah, and they don't care. They want you to know they're open. open. Yeah, man. They come get us. And you, what did you do yesterday? You and like five women went and did booty blast. It was booty blast. (laughs) And man, it was booty blast. Am I sore? What is happening though? Yeah, it was awesome workout. So we're did. It's gonna be every other. Focus on the booty. Every other Sunday, we're doing a workout. Um, I'm gonna try to hit at least once a month there. Like, what are things that you do to work your booty? I'm curious. Uh, Squats. Okay. You know, you got to keep it tight, ladies. Got to keep it tight. Dudes probably should too. Yeah, please. <laughs> Yo, my booty's tight. It is. Football did you good, my love. <laughs> Football's still paying dividends. Yeah, you whatever you did all those college years, you, you get some you get some strong muscles. Ew. Boy, prove it. <laughs> what are we talking about? How do we get to booties? Okay, what's another thing you do for your booty blast? Okay, that's good. Um <laughs> it's like talking about your booty. F forty five. F forty five. Our friend owns F forty five, a couple of those. I think those are kind of shut down right now, but they'll but, come well, back hey, up. When they yeah. reopen, support them. Yeah, man. Go local. Go local. There's a bunch of local things out there. We should definitely be doing that. I love that. You've had people come by the shop. Be like, I was going to like Costco to get my Costco wreath. Costco to get my wreath. And I'm like, why would I go to Costco? I'm going to go to a local Sweet shop. Serenity. I'm custom I'm custom making wreaths this holiday season. You're doing a good job, babe. Thanks, babe. You're super sexy out there at your cart. Oh, you think so? Yeah. I'm always like, who's the cart lady? Who's the cart lady? And I fantasize in my mind. I come on like, hello, cart lady. Do you need a big, strong man <laughs> to protect your cart? <laughs> You sound like a big short man. <laughs> you, you have a Hello, very mom. Do you need a British a hawking man? <laughs> hey, lady, you need a hawking man. And there you go. What? It's a little better, but still. Now I'm scared. I'm scared of the man. Excuse me, ma'am. Would you like a hawking beast of a man? Can no. you just do a good manly accent? Hey, yo, how you doing? Uh, you need a uh, you need a hawking man. Uh, kind what is of hawking. Hawking. H u l k i n like the hawk, like a hawking. Maybe it's not a word. <laughs> Make the sound check. Oh, stay in your lane, okay? I'm the words guy. And hey, uh, you need uh, me to uh, take care of your cart. You know, wipe it down. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> I'm not making. Yes, I am. What's happening? <laughs> All right. What's happening? Um, you know what I've been oh. loving during this holiday season? Actually, during 2020, one of the things is nice is um, we work during the days and we force ourselves during the days of 2020. And <clears throat> 2020 for us started already. We were in a new season when January, February hit, just personally in our lives. And if anyone who follows the podcast would know that. But we had kind of come up with the routines like during the day, like we just, we made, like we made, we, we became self-employed, we worked for ourselves, running a few things. So we kind of like set our own schedule. We didn't have to zoom it up. We weren't, we weren't having to check in. So we forced ourselves during the days to like get busy, totally. like do things, be productive, make something happen, make moves, not statements. Right. But then in the evenings, because of quarantine and then semi-quarantine, and then we were open, but People were still scared, and then now we're back on lockdown here in Seattle. It's like the evenings became like movies and Netflix shows, and I didn't. I actually kind of enjoyed it. Like so, we've been because during we didn't. We made a point like we didn't do it during the day. The truth is, is we never 
watch TV that much until till quarantine lockdown. We have watched more television, but I don't feel but bad I, about it. I think it. the whole world is probably in the same boat a right. little bit. And I do think like if you don't have anything to do during the day a and you movie. find yourself binging Netflix all afternoon, a I think that's series. probably not good for mental health. Like I think you should probably like totally. go for a walk during the day. Like honestly, like you know, but we have like when the day is over, if it's five ish or six ish or whatever. Well, in it looks Seattle, like. it's literally dark by four thirty. Four thirty, man. So it feels like eight o'clock. All the lights are so out. You're kind of like winding down your day by four ish. So we've been like watching Netflix and movies, and I kind of feel like we've learned some things. Like, okay, I've been tearing up. Like, I was watching a show the other night, and it's a line. Oh, what show is I'm it? I'm trying to remember, man. It's been happening to me a lot. It was a it was a holiday show. It was like a Christmas show, and they were like crying or was something. Was it a like Hallmark that. movie? But it was. It wasn't. Jingle Jangle. Uh, yeah, Jingle Jangle is a new one that's out. Man, that's actually a really good Christmas show. But there's moments where they're like inspirational moments, and I find myself tearing up not because it's sad, but because it's inspiring. Aww. Almost like I need. Babe, you're so no, literally, and I'm like, I'm inspired by this movie, and I think there's some things that I've kind of taken away from some of the shows we've been watching. I think they're inspiring. Okay, here's my thought, and then we'll get into it. I want to ask you what you've been watching. Babe, what are some of the shows you've been watching? What are some of the movies you've been watching? And what are they, how are they inspiring you? Ooh. Because I have felt like instead of feeling bad that we watch more TV in the evenings, which we do, I feel like this. <laughs> Self-confession time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I mean, everyone does. And if you don't, well, good for you, man. Like, But I feel like some of it is very <laughs> inspiring. Like it's inspiring. Totally. And I'm getting inspired by it. And, it. and if that translates into us living better lives, then so be it, man. It's 2020. All the rules are out the door. Um <laughs> Okay, the other night you were watching, and I want to we can talk about this. We were watching. You, I'm already loving this conversation. You started watching the, the Crown. Yes. Which well, I had watched season one and, and part of season two, and I didn't realize the rest of the seasons three and four were out. I was like almost so excited. And I was doing a crossword by the fire, and I made a comment as this episode was happening. I'm like, dude, it's it's all it's super bougie English. Like, hello, dear. Would you do pasta teas and crumpets? You know, it's very. And so I'm like, dude, this is. <laughs> the worst like what are you watching and you said to me like babe it gets better like you just have to like you have to keep watching it gets better and i thought it'll it'll suck you in how many times have we been watching like someone you're watching a netflix series let's say and it's boring and dull but you'll watch the entire season because someone said hey it gets better. It gets better. I thought, why don't we apply that kind of philosophy to life, areas in It'll life? It'll get better. Like, if right now you're like, dude, this is, I'm done. I'm out of this. Like, I, can you just hear me saying to you, like, trust me, it's going to get better. Right. And so, like, just stay in there. You're like, the same way I stayed in The Crown, which after about three episodes- kind of liked it. Kind of hooked. Still, I mean, I was like- Babe, mm -hmm. you sat for The storyline's intriguing, yeah. Four now, there's seasons, a couple, I think- episodes. You know, there was one episode where we pretty much fast-forward the whole thing. Yeah, it was so, like- Disclaimer. Just a bunch there of nudity, was some, I think. Some sex in there, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, you know, at, at you your just own fast risk. forward it. It's yeah, all good. Yeah, fast forward. Fast forward. But um, <laughs> people are like, dude, what were you watching? Everyone calm down. Just fast forward. I mean, that's that's what I say. <laughs> but I mean, I'm not going to lie. It was, yeah. It's kind of boring. But then all of a sudden it caught me. And I'm like, oh, yeah, like I caught, caught up in the line and the stuff like that. Their and, lives. Yeah. And like, yeah, the storyline. And so I kind of feel like that for 2021 moving into it, like, I kind of just want to say to anyone in there, what area in your life, and if it's in marriage, or if it's in finances, or if it's in your business, or if it's in that goal, um, if it's season, like, trust me, yeah, it gets better. It gets better. So right now, if you're like, dude, I'm, I think I'm gonna turn this off. Don't turn off. Just it gets better. Like it will get better. You'll look back and be like, oh, 
You know what? Yeah. And we've already been doing that. I mean, I think sitting around with the family over Thanksgiving, kind of reminiscing of this year and years to come, it's like you look and you're like, oh my goodness, like it got better. I remember saying to someone just recently about the season we came through about a year, year and a half ago, like in the moment, I think I said, this is the hardest thing I've ever gone through in my life. And then it took me only about six months, probably less. And then now we're well over a year beyond it. I'm like, dude, that wasn't true. In fact, the feelings I have are relief and gratitude that that happened. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? That in one moment you're like, devastation. Totally. Pain, loss. And it's real. But then you give yourself time and you start to see how everything plays out in the grand scheme of things and you're like grateful, relieved, thank God. You know what I'm saying? Like, isn't that unbelievable? Yeah. And that, so can I just say this to you if you're listening, if you're driving, if you're sitting in your Zoom call when you should be working but you're listening to this podcast, thank you for doing that. Um, <laughs> trust me. It gets better. Like, hang in, right? Give it six months. Give it a year. I always say, what could life look like in a year, right? You'll look back and be so grateful. And it's in the, it's when you're in the thicket where you just have to force yourself to put one foot in front of the other to choose to be healthy. Did you say change. when you're in the thicket? Thicket. I think the, I love that. I think the phrase is when you're in the thick of it. The thicket. But you just condense it to when yeah, you're in the thicket. It's a good word. You should use it. Yeah. Thicket. <laughs> like, you've been doing those booty blaster workouts, and it is thicket. <laughs> didn't work. You tried really hard, but that didn't work. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Moving right along. Thicket. Yeah. <laughs> okay, right the along. crown. Okay. So, Movies, what has been inspiring us about some shows. of the shows? We, we Ooh, just started binging good. The Crown. Okay, we can talk about all What things. is some of the things it's teaching us? Um, the Crown. Here's what, I, here's what I would say. What, what would you say? I mean, okay, you, you here's dropped the, here's, in and got kind of hooked. Um. Here's one of the things I took away from the crown right off the bat. Um, if you want to make everyone happy, sell ice cream. Don't lead. <laughs> okay, so I'm watching. Is, is it Queen Elizabeth? Is that who it is? Uh, well, it's based off of her whole life. Yeah, yeah. And no matter what she does, and she's got her own issues, right? But no matter what she does, no, not everyone's not happy. Some people are thrilled. Other people are very unhappy. And I'm just noticing, and she's constantly fighting this battle, this inner this struggle. Tension of like, who, pleasing, what does she do? Because no matter what she does, someone, her husband, her sister, the people, that journalist, someone is going to not be happy. Which I said, like, and I just don't. I'm like, yo, that's leadership, by the way. Yeah. Like, if your goal is to make everyone happy, you should open up an ice cream shop. Because that's a happy place. And or, I like ice cream shops. Or you should open up a Sweet Serenity. We'll franchise to you. Yeah. Okay. You should open up a flower shop like Sweet Serenity, which our our slogan is: give a little happiness. Yeah. Right. Um, but leading, like that's not the goal. That you're never going to make everyone happy. Um, now, I don't think you should purposely tick people off. I also learned this, which is very inspiring me from the crown. Your position as a leader exists to serve people, not the other way around. Yeah. That is huge. huge. And you know what you notice if you watch this She's episode, in transition of she that. She starts to realize of, that. Like her, I mean, the former, you know, king and queen, which is her father. Yeah. Led, you know, basically to serve themselves. And she's making this transition as her own, own now queen. Well, you could argue the most entitled bougie, um, privileged world is English culture. monarchy. Like, you yeah. know, they're like, hello, Reginald. Like, they don't even dress themselves, right? So, and she is definitely this person, but she's realizing that her position actually exists to serve people. Right. And not the other way around. Anyone who's in leadership and their underlying goal is to be served, it plays out. And it becomes And people, evil. can I just say this? Yep. People will begin to see that. You can only hide that for so long. Totally. So you're either going to have to change it and start using your authority and your position to help people serve people, or we're going to find you out. 
and we gonna well, find the other you thing, where. Uh, my <laughs> takeaway from the crown is that you could be filthy rich and have everything and be completely miserable. Dear Lord. Like, I mean, yeah. like you, we think, oh, you know, cars, stuff, riches, money, like land, toys will make us happy. It doesn't make your soul, your life happy. It, it actually complicates. And it, in some ways, I think it could cause us to even live more miserable lives. And it's just interesting how this is playing out, like in her sister's life. Like she has everything and her sister just wants to be a common person. Mm. She just wants to experience, you know, a normal get together, a party where people just laugh and have wear whatever clothing they want and do what they want at the party versus the way she's lived her life. I mean, just so many things that like, it makes you kind of grateful to like wherever you're at, whatever, you know, income you're making, Hey, it's it's going to be good depending on how you look at your Whatever life. Whatever your goal is, don't let your success become your prison. Totally. And I feel that. Even like launching a business and stuff like that. And I think that's why we've said like the things that we're doing, we have multiple things that we're endeavoring and doing in this year 2020 and we'll continue to. We said none of it's going to be all-consuming because I refuse to be a prisoner to the purpose and the plan. Yeah. Like that that's there to serve us. Like, so like we have these goals and dreams, but I won't be a prisoner to those goals and dreams. They're going to bring joy and happiness help and fulfillment and, and help us help yep. people and live big lives. But at the end of the day, the only thing that's all consuming for me is you and that robe, which I'm pretty sure there's nothing under there. And thank you for that. And God, and, you know, family, 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 and God. Yeah. You at the top of the family in your robe, you know? So like talking about movies and TV okay, shows that what's inspire another us. <laughs> you were talking about the holiday. You love Oh, my that favorite movie. movie. I'll, I've already watched it, I think twice this this season. Movie. It is. Favorite movie. Yeah. Favorite movie of all time? Yeah. So inspiring. So inspiring. And what is her name? Um Kate. Kate. What is it? What's it? Vin- Kate um something. Winslet. Yes. Yeah. She the actress, yeah. she finally, you know, gets a breaks away from her life and she meets this older man who's like a producer, you know, f- figures out he's famous in, in Hollywood retired and they're sitting at dinner and he says this line to her that literally is the most inspiring thing to me for every woman is she's like crying in hot mess. Because over, some dude like dumped her or something. Like yeah. That, like she's been in love with this man who's literally like just used her while he's had other relationships mm-hmm. and it's like super dysfunctional and, and he goes to her, you know, the problem is, is that you've been the best friend. When you're supposed to be. When you're supposed to be the leading lady. Yeah. And she just like weeps, right? And you love that line. Like, oh, what does that mean to you? How does that line. inspire you? Yeah, that it's is so really inspiring good. because I like, I like my heart like beats fast and my soul feels like, oh my God, every woman needs to hear that. Because what women do is they like, they find themselves in these dysfunctional relationships, dead ends. But then they keep doing it all over again. Like they they get on this merry-go-round in a relationship or a financial crisis or a family crisis and they just don't get off. And it's because they've always seen themselves as second class, as mm. just the best friend or wow. the, the second role to what really for their life, their life they should be leading, the leading lady. I love that. What's the best way would you say, because you truly are a leading lady, both of you actually are leading ladies in your life. Like you just take life by the by the horns, right? Um, all these metaphors. What's one of the ways you can just go from being like the best friend, the supporting character to the leading lady? Like personally, what can you do? I mean, you can't change your circumstances. Like, is it a mentality shift? Is it, a, is it something you'd like, what do you do? I mean, you have to see yourself as that first before you can actually become that. I mean, with anything, right? You have to believe that you can do something before you actually do it. And I think for women, they get trapped in 
something they feel like will give them what they want, love, security, you know, protection. And the person they're giving that to is using them, reusing them and never committing to them. And so they feel like if I keep doing what I'm doing, I'll keep, I'll maybe get a different result. And that never happens. And I think you have to break free from that mentality. And he's telling her, he's telling her, you've been living in this mentality. That's why you've had dysfunctional relationship after dysfunctional relationship. And, and nothing has ever gotten better because you've never seen yourself as a leading, the leading lady. Um, I think of both you and Victor Soundcheck, you're both sitting here, like this time last year or maybe a year and a half ago, like literally I would say both of you were operating and so far by, by default, like you had risen to great prominence in what you did, but you were still so capped. I mean, if, now, I don't know if we realized how capped both of you were in your potential and your ability to create and your ability to lead and your ability to earn, like, and then all of a sudden, uh, circumstances unfold and both of you are freed it didn't feel like you were being freed but you were literally freed well Vic you 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 chose to be free Jen so did you both you both did you both walked away from what you were doing you both were like we're done right and now I look at you both today Vic probably making more money than she's ever made she's leading and creating on a level she's she has like there's she just does it she just does what she feels Jen like I mean this time last year you were literally behind a computer eight hours a day doing nonsense and now you are literally created a company and you have a shop and you have a brand and you're just doing beautifully and you're building a community of people it's unbelievable it's literally like how did that even happen yeah. it's because you went from being the, the the supporting character to the leading lady yeah I and it. i think i think what happens is i think women can do that a lot better easier in their like workplace but i think the challenge for women to actually do it in their romantic life is harder because I think deep down every woman wants to be deeply loved. And if that doesn't happen in the timeline that they thought should be, they keep going back to maybe the dysfunction of what they've always known. And I would say to the women who maybe haven't found their, their, their shining knight, whatever armor, whatever they call it, shining knight armor, armor, (laughs) their man, their man, their dreams. Um, is that they have to realize their mentality has to shift. And the whole movie in that moment is about her realizing she keeps in this area. I think she was leading in other areas, but this area, she kept living in this mentality as second class, you know, the best friend. And she Mm -hmm. wasn't the leading lady of her life. And she goes, you're right. I haven't been the leading lady of my life. Okay, I get it. Dear Lord, you keep going on. It's your favorite movie. I get it. Okay, you know which one I remember was... um, um, Serena and I watched it last night. I think Jude was over too. We watched Devil Wears Prada. Oh, I love that. And I don't even know if it's even Christmas. Yeah, we just decided like, let's watch it. And it's so good. And honestly, mm. I was so inspired. First of all, if you've never watched Devil Wears Prada, Meryl Streep, so many great actors and actresses, it's in it, by the way. Anne Hathaway. Um, Emily Blunt. Like that was like her starting role, I think. That's where she kind of got big. Um, but here's the, here's the thought I took away from the inspiration from this. And it would be this. The distance you kept during my struggle, I'm going to need you to maintain during my success. Uh-oh. Wow. The distance you kept during my struggle, I'm going to need you to maintain during my success. Now, that sounds revenge, like revenge-based. Maybe there's a twinge of that in there. <laughs> but more, of, here's what I'm saying. Here's what I know Devil Wears Prada. Everyone was in it for themselves. Like your relationships. Totally. There are some people in your lives that their relationship with you is just what you can give them. 
what they can get from you, what they need from you, information you can feed them, doors you can open for them, what they can borrow from you. There are those types of relationships and those are toxic. And I, you know, Devil Wars Prada, like it's such a toxic environment, you know, the fashion industry and everyone's using everyone to get what everyone wants. Like it is backstab after backstab after backstab. And I just thought like this, you know what? There are going to be people that when you're struggling, they are just nowhere to be found. I'm not talking like they're like right there with you in the thick of it. Those are those are special kind of friends. But I'm talking like people just like when you struggle, they're just not there. There's no text. There's nothing. But then the moment you hit your success, there they are. And this was Devil Wars Prada. And I'm like, you're going to have to in your mind be like, yo, yo, that same distance you had from me, you can just go ahead and keep it because I'm not interested in these toxic relationships. I just, I don't know, man. I loved it. It got me going. It got you good. Okay, another one that I love uh-huh. is called the Intern. And it's with oh, um Oh, it's Anne Hathaway and, and Robert De Niro. I, I have I was so inspired. I think it was like two and a half years ago I watched that for the so first true. time. And she creates this like incredible company. And then through it, she kind of loses touch of what matters, which is her marriage and her, her family. Mm-hmm. And she loses part of her. And in the end, she comes back to realizing I can I can first make this priority and also have a brilliant company. The whole thing, the whole movie is yeah. so inspiring. Don't lose your identity. Don't lose your identity when you become successful. Um, and in and the hard work of it. I mean, it's such a good movie. You should watch it. Okay, Family Stone. Oh. Awesome. Such a good one. You want to know why I love that movie? Why? It's like, it's such a picture of real life family yeah. drama. Like, the details of each sister But the whole brother. premise is like they're one, they're going to get married, but they actually shouldn't get married, but they feel the need to get married because they've been together. And then the other, and it's like this whole thing. And here's, here's kind of the thought, like, um, I kind of feel like when I watch that show, first of all, it has all the good feels. It definitely nails the family vibe, which is us. But I want to, the weight isn't punishment, it's preparation. Here's what I take away from it. I feel like when you're waiting for that relationship, when you're waiting for him to ask you to marry, when you're waiting for the good things to happen in life, when you're waiting for... Stop looking at it as it's punishment. It's preparation. And here's what I think. When we feel like when things aren't happening, it's punishment. We we rush to make something happen that shouldn't happen. Yeah, that's and that so was good. the whole premise of the story. Like they were trying to make stuff happen in relationships or in life that just it wasn't the right time. And speed the reason you because you feel like this is bad, this is punishment. It's like, no, 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 no. It's preparation. And I don't know why some people's preparation takes a lot longer than other people's preparations in certain areas and some things. I don't know. But if you see the weight as preparation, it's totally different. It's getting you ready for what's to come. So that's one of the things I take away from the Family Stone. That's such a good okay. Here's a new one that I just watched. I don't think you watched it, Vic. I don't think you've seen it either. But the kids and I watch it. It's called Fat Man. Fat Man. It's Mel Gibson. It's a modern, violent version of Santa Claus story. Oh, so it was <laughs> awesome. Okay, wait, wait. First of all, it's very violent, but he's Santa. Like legit it's Santa. It's like a modern day Santa story. Yeah. Yeah. But like when they come and some kid, the bad kids try to assassinate Santa. Okay. And they send an assassin and he's standing and the assassin's like, hey, Santa. And he goes, do you think I got here being fat and jolly? He's like, you're not the first man who tried to kill Santa. Like it's all. Oh, you would. Okay. Okay. We just watched Jingle Jangle. Is that it? Jingle Jangle? Oh, yeah. That is the greatest uh, Christmas movie. It it's is. a How new release. I came down and you were asleep. No, well, she I falls watched asleep it. All it was classic. What did you take Don't away be from mad. that? I mean, a good movie can make you fall asleep, come back to it. I mean, okay. like it was such a good I'm going to hit you with a line from Jingle Jangle because I'm feeling inspired by these movies. <laughs> Jingle Jangle. Faith can remove mountains and doubt can create them. 
That's that's so what good. I took away from that movie. First of all, it was a great Christmas movie. It needs to be a classic. Who are the actors in it? I can't. I can't. Force Whitaker's in it. I mean, it's got a bunch of really great see, ones. But faith can remove mountains, and doubt can create them. And the whole thing is like this brilliant inventor, Christmasing, and he has all this brilliant genius because of his faith, and he just does the impossible, and then all of a sudden, things go wrong, someone steals from him, relationship, he loses a loved one, and all of a sudden, all this doubt, 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 he doubts himself, and he literally creates an an insurmountable mountain, and he becomes like, you know, and then it has a, it has a redeeming ending, it's very Christmassy, but, um, yeah, so inspiring, and it's a musical, so that was pretty cool, so. It was a beautiful movie. Man, I mean, I feel inspired by just the Christmas season. (laughs) What are you, okay, as we end, what are you most looking forward to watching this year? Every year we kind of watch, you know, people like, oh, it's a wonderful life. Oh, it's a, like, what is a movie or show that you're like really looking forward to watching? Vic, do you have one? Yeah, Vic, what, what are some of your well, you favorites? already said most of them. You've already watched them? Is there one that you watch every year that like inspires you? The holiday starts off my holiday season. I yeah. watched that movie. And you already did that. So your inspiration and Family is Stone. I've watched it three times. Oh, already. God, it's so good. It's so good. Jen, what, is there one that you. Okay, you know what? I'm I'm really looking forward to watching this year. I haven't watched it in a few years. Glory. It's the Civil War movie with Morgan Freeman, Matthew Broderick, but it's not Denzel Christmas-y. Washington. No, no, it's not. It's no, but here's why it inspires me. It is the fight for freedom. The fight for freedom, and you'll do whatever it takes to fight to baby. get there. Let's watch it. Ooh, Gosh. What okay. is it? I want to watch Sleepless in Seattle. Oh, okay. That's How a does good that one. inspire you? Yes. It's a Christmas movie. How does it inspire you? So it's you just then? good feels? Well, and he loses his wife, but it finds love again. I mean, it's So great. if you've fallen asleep in your heart, you can wake up once again. Yeah. Okay. Well, I would have gone more with like, you can love again. That that movie is basically it's such a beautiful picture of loving again. Like, okay. you know. Okay. I said it, it cliche, but it's a wonderful life. Literally is kind of like 2020. That like is. What would happen if? I feel like all the ifs happened this year. Like what would happen if we couldn't go outside? What would happen if everything shut down? What would happen? We kind of lived, like we got a glimpse of what life could be like. And so It's a Wonderful Life is going to remind me of like, you know, what you do have. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. Man, I'm feeling the holiday vibes. Feeling the holiday vibes. Thank you for listening okay, to Coffee Talk. Okay, but before talk. you close, oh, okay. we're, we're, we're starting an online um, parenting. You're always plugging Intentional stuff. parenting group. And I've had many people ask about it. Okay. So if you're from any part of the world listening, you can join us on Tuesday evenings. Oh, this um, Tuesday? Yeah, it starts this Tuesday, but you can jump in even if you're hearing this on Wednesday, the following Tuesday. Every Tuesday? Um, Is it every, every week? Tuesday, every other week. Every other um, week. At seven thirty, how do they and find out? About they it? can just DM us through social media or reach out um, on our website. And we're just going to talk about parenting, all different ages. Yep, and kinda, just kind of talk about it's more of a conversation. We're going through a book called Intentional Parenting, and you can get that um, if you go to one sixteen church org and go to groups tab. They'll see the Intentional Parenting group, and you can actually get the link to to get the book and all. But you can also just DM, DM us, and, and we're co hosting with uh, Christian and Travis. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be a great time. They're great, so they're great parents really want to help parents um, in this season too. We can. That's awesome. So thank you for listening and all the the reviews. I think we've gotten some new reviews. So keep leaving a review and saying some stuff. You know, give us five stars and all the good things. Happy post-Thanksgiving and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thanks for joining us today on Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Hey, if you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and we'd love to hear from you. You can leave a review, rate us, or follow us on social media at It's Billy Huffman. Here's to more coffee and honest conversations. Cheers. (laughs) 